up, little soldier. You got me. Turn my mic up louder, I got to say something. Lightweight, step it aside when we come in. Feel it in your chest, the syllables get pumping. People on the street to panic and start running. Words on loose leaf sheet, complete coming. I jump on my mind, I summon the rhyme, I'm dumping. Healing the blind, I promise to let the sun in. Sick of the dark ways, we march to the drumming. Jump when they tell us that they want to see jumping. Fuck that, I want to see some fist pumping. Risk something, take back what's yours. Say something that you know they might attack you for. Cause I'm sick of being treated. Like I had before, like a stupid standing for what I'm standing for. Like this war is really just a different brand of war. Like it doesn't cater to rich and a fan of war. Like they understand you in the back of the jet when you can't put gas in your tank. These fuckers are laughing the way to the bank and cashing a check. Asking you to have compassion and have some respect for a leader so nervous in an obvious way. Stuttering and mumbling for nightly news to replay. And the rest of the world watching at the end of the day. In the living room laughing like another shot of a soldier. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck and I will be your host. And tonight is Friday, so we got the more you know with Jake Dials and his peace signs. What are we doing here? Dollar Store Ken. Dollar Store Ken and his peace signs. Still dollar. <laughs> like, I haven't been live. I went live on TikTok yesterday, and that was the last <laughs> time I went live. Like, I'm, I'm all, TikTok and I are going to fight it out one of these days. Hello. 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 Hello, I hear kids in the background still, but hello. Yeah, it's just my oldest. There's not going to be any screaming, though, tonight, so that's cool. That's good. It was Sonia Brown. Welcome to the live, everybody. Please sure to smash that like button if you haven't already. If you did, we appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Amy Lewis, welcome to the live. And Heather Smith, purple princess. And Jemmy, welcome to the live. It's good to see you. Melissa, hello. I hope you're doing well. Lori, welcome to the live. Uh, I got to go all the way up. Heather, I saw you in here. And Kelly Smith and Cindy, she was all ready to go. Cindy nah, says, let's Cindy. get this live going. Cindy, let's do it. Pam's here. Oh, look Pam at Pam. Pammer. You both changed my life. Pam. Oh, I love so Pam. Sweet. Pam is amazing. You got to meet Pam in real real life, though, to get the full Pam experience, just so you know. Pam is incredible. Heather, welcome to the live. I love your face. Just so you know. You have to go to Arizona one of these days and go see her. Purple Princess, we love your face. I love, love to see Arizona. Arizona is beautiful. It's I feel like it's my spirit place. <laughs> like, I like when I retire, it, that's probably where I'm going to go. I like to call it arid zona because it's hot and arid and dry. That's creative. Yeah. Arid zona. Thank you. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anywho. Anywho. Jake, <laughs> what are we going to talk about tonight? Dun, dun, dun. Texas. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, we're going to talk about Texas. I sent Texas. you all kinds of messages today. So we're going to talk about Texas. I've been asked, and I know you made some content on it too, and I've been asked, I was asked yesterday morning in my live, and I've been asked in a few lives now and on comments, uh, thoughts, thoughts. What are your thoughts? What have you seen? Um, we posted a bunch of stuff to Telegram. If you haven't checked out our Telegram, please go do so. Uh, the link is in the About tab here on the Slayer Live. You can also check out Jake's website at www.jakedows.com to check out where he's at and what he does and follow him on all the stuff. Um, but I, I kept being asked, and here's kind of one of the things that I think you're kind of very similar in your thinking that when things like this, big things like this happen, uh, we learned very early on to wait before we let our emotions dictate um, the decision that we're going to make based on the on what's happening. Correct. And because when stuff like this happens, 
when it first rolls, like that's that's the problem with mainstream media is everybody wants to be first and nobody cares to be right. And so when this was all going on for that first 24 hours, all I saw were different headlines, all saying different things and they got bad. And, and they even said it too. We got bad information and we're going to watch all of this. Um, but they got bad information and there was there was there was conversations about the shooter being dead. There was conversation. They didn't they didn't know how many kids were actually impacted. Um, and the whole thing, I mean, it's a terrible thing. And and I should probably put this out there too. We're in no way, shape, or form dismissing um the emotional side of this. We understand that it's a sensitive subject and it should be because honestly, it could have been any of our kids. Um, with that in mind, emotions are not necessarily the content. How we feel about things isn't the content. The content is what's coming out and what what you need to see. Because regardless of how you feel about it, um, you need to be able to see what's going on. So at the very least, your anger towards whatever is is placed correctly. And as we waited this 24 hours and then more and more stuff started to come out, things started to not add up. And sure enough, uh, some TikToks were being made. And even mainstream media, even at this point, could not ignore um, some of the balls that were dropped in regards to what happened. And this is kind of what we're going to talk about tonight. Obviously, also, there's an agenda that is behind this, which I'm going to let you speak on because you made a couple of videos talking about this. We talked about it the day of that. Now you're going to see the gun control agenda. But talk to me about the agenda that came out after this happened. Well, if you can trace back to approximately two weeks, I put out a video. And, you know, it, it's not one of those things like I'm not going to be proud to say, oh, I called it. I called it. Mm -hmm. But some people saw that video. And one of the comments in there was after this event happened. Um, and, you know, they 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 heard very well what I said. And, and she said, hey, didn't you just talk about this last week? And I said, yes, I did because the writing was on the wall and once once you can kind of see the patterns as you know ship it, it becomes very clear and mm -hmm. it's it's hard to do at first it's hard to see the patterns it's hard to see how these things will will continually almost like clockwork unwind and it was just the time for it and okay. i knew that and a few other people knew that and roughly a few weeks ago i talked about it and i said hey guys just to let you know, I'm going to give you a heads up right now here in the coming days, you're going to see something come up and it's going to hit the media and it's going to impact legislation. And the event happened and I talked about as the event happened and I said, okay, now that the event happened, here's what the agenda is behind this. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was an hour and a half before the president decided to do the address to the nation about the event. Mm -hmm. And I said, here's what's going to happen with this. Um, the president's going to address the nation and it's going to be a sympathetic push at first. And then it's going to be a push for two way legislation because that's been the bill. That's, that's been the big problem. Mm -hmm. And you have to look at it. Like you said, you have to look at it objectively and you have to separate your emotions from it. It's very easy to be upset. It's, you know, have, have your feelings about it sort those out, mm -hmm. have your emotions about it, sort those out, take all of that aside, put it all aside and look at it objectively. Yes, it's terrible, but there is an even bigger issue and it's hard. You know, it's, I know that's going to be hard for some people to conceive is like, what's a bigger issue than a bunch of kids, you know, 
I agree. I do. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not unsympathetic to that. Um, but there is a much bigger agenda behind that because it impacts everyone and not just 19 people or 21 people, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to impact 350 million people. And when you look at it from an objective stance, 350 million is very important compared to 19 granted again it's terrible it is a terrible Mm -hmm. it's it's a terrible tragedy but it's i think it's equally or maybe even a worst worst tragedy that our commander-in-chief would use that as a placeholder to push legislation and he had approximately a 15 minute address the first two minutes were oh so sad so sorry thoughts and prayers blah 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 okay mm-hmm. and the entirety of the rest of it 95 percent of that conversation was we need to do something about guns we need to do something about firearms we need to do something about 2a you need to have your backbone we need to blah 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 blah, blah. he sat there and called people out for mm-hmm. adhering to <laughs> adhering to her our uh, our rights that transcend that um, shall not be infringed for a reason. Um, and, and sat there and berated people. And how could you, how could you be in, in support of that? Knowing that these kind of things happen and blah, 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 blah. It's just the same old stuff. It's the same old conversations. And, and that kind of, that kind of utilizing a crisis for that motive is disgusting. Absolutely disgusting and detestable in my opinion. Well, we weren't surprised though. No, not at all. And I think that's that in in my opinion, it's that's worse. Like um, like I said, it this is hard. Again, it's hard to talk about something like this. Um, and then I think what was even more infuriating about it is is that it wasn't, you know, 60 minutes after it had happened. We didn't even really know all of the stuff that had happened before the tweets started coming out about um more gun control, before the tweets started coming out from uh Barack Obama Barack Obama's tweets. So just tone dead, tone dead for the love. Like I understand, you know, okay. Absolutely inappropriate I, for him. Comparing it to George Floyd was just, and, and he lost, I, he like, even like his base, like the people that support it, like, we're like, nope, this wasn't it, dude. Like the, you dropped the ball here on this, Absolutely, but it wasn't, it was not 60 minutes before Beto O'Rourke went charging in during a press conference. It wasn't 60 minutes before all the tweets started coming out screaming about gun control and, and um, uh, AOC came out and she blamed toxic masculinity and, and the media is just raping her over the coals about it too. They're Good. not they happy should. about and it they as should, they should. They should rake Beto over the coals too, because we yeah. all know that that was theatrics. That has nothing to do with anything other than, Beto trying to get attention on himself. So he also utilized that crisis for his benefit. And when you look at it from that context, from a common sense perspective, if that is your goal to push that agenda, then you clearly don't care about the tragedy itself. You are utilizing the tragedy to the, the tragedy to further your position and in whatever way you pursue that. And it, it's absolutely disgusting. They mm-hmm. they they do not care about that. They don't care. They say, "Oh, now I've got something to talk about. Great, it's about me." Mm-hmm. That's a whole he, mindset. He one hundred percent did, and his whole, yeah, the whole thing was was incredibly inappropriate. Um, at a, I mean, there's a time and a place. There's a time and a place, and even doing it is wrong. But there's a time and a place, and boy, that just was not it either. 
and they hauled him out of that. I mean, any any chance Good. he had for a governor for being governor of Texas uh, is completely blown as of that day. And they should have drug him out of there. They did. They they did. They kicked him out. They drug him out. He stood out on the sidewalk and made more uh, more of a scene. But you're absolutely. I mean, and you're absolutely right. And and I think. Well, again, what is probably the most sad about this, and, and we've talked about this a lot, an awful lot, that we're not cold, we're not we're not um, insensitive to what's going on, but no. The the first thing I thought of was, that, like this kid, this the 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 shooter, the person they're saying did this. He he either he didn't do it at all, and and this is all, or he had help. There's no way that this kid with, I mean, he's just he couldn't even drive. From what I understand, he had no driver's license. He he had nothing. We're gonna kind of go through he all of that poor. too. Like, he was poor. How he he had three thousand dollars worth of ammunition and and guns in his car, in his truck. How how are you? Almost four, and an and yeah. an F two fifty. You know, it's a twenty thousand dollar truck. I I don't know if it was brand new or or borrowed or used, but you have to look at an eighteen year old kid. How much money did you have when you were eighteen? I was making ten bucks an hour. I was yeah. making none. I had a two thousand. No, I had a nineteen ninety four Pontiac Sunbird. I didn't have a Dodge Ram F one fifty. Yeah. And even have, even used those cars are still fifteen thousand some odd dollars this truck there. Yeah, fifteen, twenty thousand. I mean, you have to look at it, you have to look at it from a common sense standpoint with that is you have to look at an eighteen year old kid, no job, doesn't want to be at school, doesn't have any friends, doesn't mm-hmm. care about any of that, doesn't care about sports or or popular, you know, not saying those are the only things to care about, but mm-hmm. typical things that a kid would care about. He didn't care about any of those things. Mm-hmm. Had announced a couple years prior that he was gonna do it. Um, so th- th- this kid was, this kid announced this and people knew about it a couple years prior and still n- nobody even knocked on a door to said, Hey, you okay, buddy? Nothing. Um, and he was still able to pass a background check in order to supposedly accumulate these weapons and things legally. And that's supposedly confusing to me as well. I, I don't know. Being a prior had, had a felony conviction as well before this. Correct. Which, Correct. which with a background check would flag, and then they would be saying, "No, don't sell this gun to this kid." Mm-hmm. But you have to put the pieces together and and figure out what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. And what doesn't make sense to me is that a a, a kid in that that predicament, no job, no car. I mean, for lack of better words, the kid was going through whatever, but. In in the in the loser mentality, you know, not saying that he right. is a loser or whatever. I don't I don't know the background. I don't. He know hadn't that, come that, into his own. Just not a confident kid, which is fine. Right. There's nothing wrong with that, but mm-hmm. not a motivated kid to want to, you know, be motivated towards being excited about life in the future. Mm-hmm. So you have a certain mindset with that, and that's unfortunate. And I think everybody kind of generally goes through that. So I think for the most part, everybody can, as mm-hmm. an adult, understand that and grasp that. Mm-hmm. So what doesn't make sense is you have you have two firearms equating a, a, approximately 4K mm-hmm. plus a vehicle plus mm-hmm. mom grandma had no idea that he had any of these things. Mm-hmm. So if they didn't know, then that means it wasn't in the house mm-hmm. unless it was hidden really well. And if that's the case, so you had to have somebody help you out because where else would you store them? And where would you get the vehicle from? If that's not your mom's vehicle, if that's not your grandma's vehicle, then where'd you get the truck from? And why don't authorities 
threw that information out. And as far as the firearms, they're, they should have a serial number, see if they're registered. I haven't seen that information yet. I don't know if that's come out yet. Um, so where are the serial numbers? Where did they come from? If he passed a background check, how? I want to know how. There's a prior felony conviction. How? Mm-hmm. Um, even, even if the felony is violent or not, it's a felony conviction, which means it's on the record, it would flag. So who let that pass? Or did his friend, you know, did a friend let him borrow him? Who knows? Right. And that's, and that's just, as far as in terms of that, there's more questions than there are answers. And, and we talked about this a little bit earlier too, that we're kind of to this point where like the mainstream media is even asking. And normally with mainstream media, they usually stick to the one narrative and that's it. But they're almost kind of getting conspiracy with it because they're like, they're just, they can't not cover it because there are so many gaps and people are so outraged and they, they, and everybody has a cell phone, their cell phone footage everywhere of these parents. And we've got some of it. So I'm going to, I'm going to play through these videos. I'm going to play each one of these videos and then we'll talk a little bit about it. Um, and then just kind of the timeline and then where we're at. And then we'll, you know, we'll get your guys' opinions too. And, um, we're again, I, again, uh, we're not, insensitive to to what's going on we're not we're not looking to to disrespect the families of 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 the murdered victims or anything like that this isn't that we're just trying to keep our emotions kind of out of it and trying to focus on the facts and make sure that we understand what's going on because there's deception and it needs to be talked about it needs to be put out there we can't be blind raging at, at people this feels very i liken this a lot to the vegas thing and yeah. Somebody had somebody had said, well, the Las Vegas thing wasn't wasn't real. Those were crisis. Maybe some of them were, but there was a Maybe. young lady from from Iowa, from here, from Cedar Rapids. Uh, she was a te- she did she did, she was killed in the Vegas shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, they had, I mean, or I mean, there was a funeral, and they had. I mean, I don't know how deep you want to go with that, but I, I'm somebody had asked me, do you think? And yes, I I do think this is. I, I think this actually happened. I don't, I don't I think this legit happened. This event, I think it I happened. think I it, think it was a real thing. It's was Vegasy like though. I, sure, the, I can we see all that. we all know yeah. the conspiracy around Vegas and, and who actually was the shooter in, in Las Vegas. Um or shooters. Shooters. Well, there was and, and how the government was kind of involved in that and why. Why um, helicopters? Why was there's we could do a whole show on that too one of these days. We gotta stay on point with this. <laughs> but I know I am more inclined to believe in in as heart wrenching, gut wrenching, and infuriating as that is, because these are kids. Again, you have to see it. You have to see what's going on. Um, so that you can you know it just it helps you understand what's going on in the future. You have to see why they're doing it, why they're doing it this way, and it help you protect your family and help your kids protect their kids. And this is just part of it. So. It doesn't yes. make anyone a bad person to question anything. You should never, never be afraid to ask why. Never be afraid to ask why. You are well within your right. You are well within your all levels of sanity to ask why. You are absolutely allowed to. And to feel, I know that some people would feel bad questioning the validity of, of whatever event would happen. Mm-hmm. It is totally okay and well within your realm of possibility to ask why. You're allowed to ask mm-hmm. questions. You're allowed to get answers. You're allowed mm-hmm. to know these things. And you should never be, don't be made to feel guilty because you want to know things. 
These are important questions. You should ask these important questions. Absolutely. And Thomas Todd, I have seen this, and I do. Ha I do have a video that I'm, but I'm going to preface that one, and we're going to watch that one last um, of somebody who puts some stuff together. It talks a little bit about this. Um, shout out! I can't remember who tagged me on it on TikTok, but shout out to you who tagged me on, on TikTok. So um, we're going to give you all of the stuff, and then we'll kind of give you our opinions, and then I encourage you to just keep watching it and to then draw your own conclusions. But the first thing that I think we're going to start off with is I'm Jake. I'm just going to pull up your chat because I sent this all to Jake today um, because I needed to have it all in one place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and this mm -hmm. is the best place I can do it. Here we go. OK, so the first one we're going to watch is this is Tucker Carlson. And I'm not a huge Tucker fan, but he was kind of spot on with this. And so uh, we're just going to watch it. this. Was, he was absolutely spot on. He was. I shared the wrong screen. So we're going to remove that. Stop screen. Share screen. Share screen. He had watched Ramos crash his truck outside the elementary school. Okay, hold Francis on. said to the Associated Press, he had watched Ramos crash his truck outside the elementary school take a rifle and shoot at two people at a funeral home nearby. Ramos then began shooting at the school building before running inside the school about 10 minutes later. According to Carranza, there were no police officers at the school to engage Ramos. Ramos went into the school and began shooting. When police finally did arrive, Carranza said, they didn't do anything at all for about an hour. In fact, parents had to beg the police to save their children. Go in there, go in there, one woman said. It was a shocking story. It was the opposite of what authorities had told us for more than 24 hours. So whose version is true? Well, in the last day, videos have emerged corroborating Carranza's version of events. Those videos show police officers with rifles and body armor standing outside the school. It's not clear if the gunman was still shooting at this point, but we do know the gunman was still alive. And yet, instead of going into the school, the police instead worked to keep parents out of the school for a full hour. Watch. Bro. I have this one too. Kids in there still, man. I, I don't know what kind of parent you are, but half of these parents here, dude, they want to go in there without vests, without guns to get the hit, bro. It seems apparent that when that video was shot, the gunman was still alive with the firearm in the school with children in the school. Now, a Texas official later suggested on camera that while all of this was happening, some members of law enforcement in Texas went into the school to get their own children out. Is that true? If it is true, it's a moral crime at the very least. In the meantime, we know that police were forcibly keeping parents away from the building. At one point, an officer held a taser at his side. Watch this. We're going to talk about this, too. 
Taser, of course, aimed at the parents. Now, one parent called Angeli Rose Gomez told the Wall Street Journal that as soon as she heard about the shooting, she drove 40 miles to the school because she had two sons enrolled and she wanted to save them. Quote, the police were doing nothing, she said. They were just standing outside the fence. They weren't going in there or running anywhere. Now, she Human being, I have a point for that. She did. Federal marshals put Gomez in handcuffs. Ultimately, they freed her, at which point Gomez, quote, made her distance from the crowd, jumped the school fence, and ran inside to grab her two children. Fucking A. Johnson, she did. She then ran she out did. of school with her children. In other words, this mother was cuffed, freed, ran into the school, and still had time to get her kids out as the police stood outside. Now, if that's true, it's a scandal. Today, the police called a press conference to try to explain all of this. Victor Escalon with Texas DPS began by explaining that it might be just a rumor that parents were urging police to go inside the building. Watch. Is it accurate that eyewitnesses and potentially parents of the students were urging uh, the police to go in while you were waiting for a tactical SWAT team, even that some parents were asking to borrow police armor so they could make a counter assault on the school? I have heard that information, but we have not verified that yet. So what, what, what part haven't you verified? We have not verified. Is that, is that a true statement or not? Or is it just rumor out there? <laughs> oh, it's a rumor, except it's on video. So it's not at all a rumor. It's a fact. Now, I admit that there was no school resource officer. After all, the one we were told had to, quote, engage the gunman. Didn't exist. Watch. It was reported that a school district police officer confronted the suspect that was making entry. Not accurate. He walked in undestructed initially. So from the grandmother's house to the bar ditch to the school, into the school, he was not confronted by anybody. To clear the record on that. So the point is not to point fingers or blame people. Nobody wants a school shooting. Everyone's heart is broken by it. But the authorities are not allowed to lie to us in the aftermath of an event like this. And our federal officials are not allowed to take an event like this, ignore the facts, and then use it to take our constitutional rights away. So what are the facts? Well, here's the news story from Texas DPS. At 11.28 a.m., the shooter crashed his truck outside. He then pulled a gun and began shooting indiscriminately at two people at a funeral home. That confirms what the witness Carranza said. He also shot the school building. During that time, as you'd expect, people were calling the police. 12 minutes later, at 11.40 a.m., the shooter went inside the building. How'd that happen? Then four minutes after that, the police finally went inside the building. So in all, there was a 16-minute gap until the police showed up and responded. So why did that take so long? That is a fair question. Acceptable. question. Even at the Parkland school shooting, the police staged outside as students were being murdered. Police wound up inside the building 11 minutes after the shooter. But in this case, it was 16 minutes. Why was that? We have a right to know. But today, police wouldn't say. So you got to understand, 1130 is the information we have at this point. And we can confirm 1130 a.m. The PD gets a 
we got a crash and a man with a gun. And then you have responding officers. That's what it is. If it's 12 minutes from 11.30 to 11.40, that's the information we have right now. Look, at the end of the day, our job is to report the facts and have those answers. We're not there yet. So the second the shooting starts anywhere at any time, things get very confusing. They used to call it the fog of war. It's entirely real. It's hard to figure out exactly what happened when people start getting killed. But on the big questions, it's very obvious immediately. Was there a school resource officer who exchanged fire with the gunman? That's not something you would imagine. That either happened or it didn't. And you would know right away if it happened or it didn't. It didn't happen, but they said it did happen. That's a lie. Why did they lie? Police did say that officers went inside the school for four minutes after the suspect, but then they were treated outside the school. And then police did not re-enter the school for another hour. During that time, they say they were waiting for backup, including for some reason, for multiple crisis negotiators. Watch. Officers are there, the initial officers, they receive gunfire. They don't make entry initially because of the gunfire they're receiving. But we have officers calling for additional resources. Everybody that's in the area, tactical teams. We need equipment. We need specialty equipment. We need body armor. We need precision riflemen, negotiators. Now, no matter how pro-law enforcement you are, and we are, there's only so much BS you can take in the face of a tragedy like this. We're waiting for specialized equipment. You have an 18-year-old with a firearm and little kids being killed. What kind of specialty equipment do you need? Negotiators, really, as children are being murdered? One 11-year-old child says she smeared herself with a friend's blood to convince the gunman she had already been shot to death. Another fourth grader who survived the shooting said that police told kids inside to call out for help while the shooter was still shooting. Then the gunman killed a student who followed police instructions and called out for help. Oh, shit. So if you're wondering why police waited an hour for a negotiator to talk to a gunman who's indiscriminately murdering children, you're not the only one. They were asked about this at the briefing today. Was the door really barricaded? Was it just locked? Police wouldn't respond to a simple question like that. Watch. What were the officers okay. doing between 1144 and 1244? I got you. Yes, sir. That. You, you guys have said that he was barricaded. Can you explain to us how he was barricaded and why you guys cannot breach that door? So I have taken all your questions into consideration. We will be doing updates. We will be doing updates and answer those questions. So two days after this massacre, authorities are slowly admitting that everything they told us was, in fact, untrue. There was no school resource officer. They're not even sure the door was barricaded. These matter, these questions. If you wanted to stop mass shootings in the future, figuring out how this happened would be the place to start. Okay. So that's a lot of fuckery. Um, and this yeah. is what I'm seeing a lot of right now. I wanted to stay here with this. Um, and so state of being says, what if they're trying to turn us against the local PD to bring federal police? I don't know about the federal police, but I am seeing a, a shift. I am seeing a lot of people blaming police officers. Now, I know you're a former, uh, you, you used to work in law enforcement. We're not going to say too much more than that. Thoughts on any of this on, on maybe other, obviously we're not going to know if we've never been in that situation. You're not going to know how you're going to react. But I also saw another report that 
This wasn't the cops doing. This is the orders that they were given, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I struggle with, but I have always struggled with taking orders. So thoughts. Um, let's just look at the law enforcement side first. Sure. So from that perspective, it's always very easy as an outsider to tell people what you would have done. Yep. And my opinion is always going to be um, great, but until you're in that situation, you have no idea what you're going to do. You truly don't. All emotions aside, if you are a party to that situation, you don't know what you're going to do. And yes, Mm -hmm. I agree. It is very easy to sit as an outsider perspective and say, well, I would have done this if I were there. I would have done this. Whatever Mm -hmm. situation, not just this one. I agree. But until you're in those situations, you have no idea what you're going to do. I'm the mom hopping the fence. You know, I've not been in a situation like this. But yeah. what what I can tell you is here's here's a personal story. I don't talk about sure. it a lot be- because I don't, you know, people will use it for clout or whatever. I don't I don't do any of that stuff. But my my wife worked at a restaurant. She still does. It's a different one now. But um, this restaurant has since gone out of business. But while she worked there, I used to work thirds, and. Often I would get out of, get out of work and then I would go see her in the morning and then I would go home, go to bed. Mm -hmm. So one particular day, um, you walk into this restaurant, it's got big double glass doors and you Mm -hmm. walk through a small hallway and then you're into the restaurant. Um, I was talking to her by those doors, getting ready to leave, you know, doing our see later is what we're going to do for the day, blah, 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 typical stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was in full uniform. You wouldn't have missed me. I was very well marked. I was dressed. Um, an old guy comes in, and granted, I now I know what his mental state was. He's going through dementia and all that, but still, it, it doesn't matter given the situation. Um, but he comes in, he's walking on a cane, and seems just like a regular, everyday guy. Mm-hmm. Never know. And that's why I still don't sit with my back to doors to this day, and I never do, and I never will, and I can't. Some of those things will never leave you. Um, a lot of a lot of military people will tell you that too, and it's true. Some of the stuff just never leaves you. Some of it's useful. Some of it's not healthy. But um, <clears throat> he walked in, and he was walking on his cane, and I was talking to her. And um, sometimes when in in that world, when somebody wants to talk to you, usually it's a, Hey, excuse me, or excuse me, sir. And you know, it's at a distance sort of thing. And it's very genuine. Like, Hey, can I talk to you personally? Yeah, sure. What's up? Um, this one was, Hey, so immediately red flag in my head and she's next to me and he turns around. Um, you know, he's right over here from me and he, he turns around to look at me like this. And, uh, I look at him and I go, yeah, be just that was that was what was presented to me so i addressed that as it was presented to me and he reaches in his pocket and as he does i put my hand on my holster and i get in front of my wife and uh, i was still kind of professional about it i was kind of standing here like this mm-hmm. and he pulls out the back end of a gun and I get in front of my wife and I square up and I unholster my gun and I've got it halfway out of my holster ready to go. 
and I'm staring at him and he puts it back in his pocket and he goes, it's just BBs. It's just a BB gun. I carry it everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him like he was, pardon my language. I looked at him like he was the biggest fucking idiot I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him and I said, are you serious? And he just keeps walking like nothing ever happened. And in that situation, it's very easy to say what you would do. Um, mm-hmm. If if you lack the training and if you lack the experience, you have no idea what you're going to do. And even if you are well-trained, it's really, really hard to shove down the adrenaline. You have to really, really focus on it. And I've, I've trained all my life. Hand-to-hand combat, weapons, boxing, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai. I've been in those adrenaline rush situations. Over time and over training and over regular routine practice, it gets much easier to control your emotions and it gets much easier for you to take that adrenaline and control it like anything else, anger, excitement, all of that. You can, you can mitigate and control it. But in those situations where you think you might have to potentially end someone's life, it is extremely, extremely difficult to do. And you don't know what you're going to do because you don't know what's going to happen. All I knew is that I was going to protect my wife and I was going to go home. That's all that I knew. Um, with, with this perspective with Texas, I can tell you that myself included, um, along with the guys that I worked with, we, we were well-trained and I can, mm-hmm. I know for sure that we would have been in that building immediately. And, and that's it, what, uh, just like here, cause we do, that is, we got a paper. That's what the schools do here. Like the, that's what we're told when they do the drills is that because they go through the whole thing you have to go to like a whole we have to go to the gym and they do a whole thing and they go through the drill with the parents and the kids and Mm -hmm. they're in the building they've got like three minutes from the time that they get to the parking lot to get into the building and whether that's breaking windows they're going to get into the building and that's why everybody needs to be at certain spots and everybody that's why i think a lot of people are really really struggling because just a month and a half ago this very school had done a drill just like this and zero of the steps were fallen or were, were taken uh, that were promised that would be taken in the school. And mm-hmm. then they're not getting any, any real answers as, as to why that's not happening. And, and I think that's where a lot of the frustration and then again, a lot of the conspiracy stuff is coming from that's not helping um, because now yeah. people I mean, are, I made a video about it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So there's the gun, there's there's the lobbying for the gun control. I mean, the timing <clears throat> on this, somebody had said, and I think it was Dank Wicked. If you don't follow Dank Wicked, go check out his content. He's on TikTok. Uh, but he posted something that there has been 40 mass shootings in the last like 30 days or some like ridiculous number. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I went and I looked and he's right. There, This has just been, and I know you made your video saying something big is going to come. Nothing major that happens during an election season is not about the election. And yes, that even means when it comes to the murders of our children. And if you haven't realized that by now, that there are a small group of people that are in power currently um, and they don't care about you or your kids, that they will do anything to stay in power. I I don't know what to tell you. Like we've put so much out there at this point. Um, 
So this is where a lot of the conspiracy is coming from. They, the, I think a lot of people feel like the cops were in on it. I, and, yeah. Um, <clears throat> all of... <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, you know, and we're <laughs> I not... I don't want to... I'm not, I'm not going to come out here all cops are bad. Obviously, we are very pro-law no. enforcement on this side of things. Some but I are, also know that there are, are some shitty cops and absolutely I I feel like the ones that maybe were in charge possibly need to be reprimanded but like I said I I'd also saw an article where they were ordered to stand down there, and wait there are going to be a lot of whys and that's totally okay mm-hmm. the the thing that's not healthy to do and the thing that's not okay to do ever is to assume and to mm-hmm. act like you know, to have somebody act like they just know. We don't have the answers because they don't have the answers. Mm-hmm. And if they do, they're not telling us, which, believe it or not, does happen sometimes. Um, happens a lot. In, in the law <laughs> enforcement world, you have to gather information. And that takes more than just going to look at the crime scene. You have to talk to everybody that was involved in that situation. Every mm-hmm. single person. And so you're talking to you know, a hundred kids, you're talking to all the teachers, you're talking to all the parents that were there and you're corroborating and, and, and collecting stories from every officer that was there. This alone takes, can take months depending on the situation. You Mm -hmm. have to get the dates, right. You have to get the times, right. You have to get the scenarios, right. And all of these have to make sense. So you can put them in a chronological order. And so everything makes sense. And we know that that memory is one of the most unreliable things that we have to go on. And that's all that we have is eyewitness testimony. And somebody could say, Oh, he was wearing a blue shirt and that's what they remember. And somebody else could say, Oh, he's wearing a red shirt. Oh, so now do we have two people or do we have one person? You know, yeah, you they came out initially. Yep. They came out initially and said that the shooter was dead. And then they came out and said, Oh no, he's not, but he's in custody. And then they came back out and said he was dead again and wounded. And then, then finally he's in custody. Yeah. It's all eyewitness testimony, but it's, you can see how this is so easily misconstrued is like I said, this is like you, if I were outside, if I were the sheriff and I went to that after, after the initial response and everything was done, I talked to one person over here on, on the one side of the school that said, yeah, he's wearing a blue shirt and blue jeans. And then the other one says, mm-hmm. oh, he's wearing a red shirt and blue jeans. And I'm writing this down immediately. I'm thinking, okay, there were two people. Right. So then I'm going to look for more answers. And that just comes from talking to people. And you have to put these things, you have to make sense of these things. So you have to figure that out. And you have to, how, how do you do that? You know? Um, <clears throat> but like I said, I, I can tell you without without any doubt or hesitation whatsoever, if if that door was locked to to enter into the school, um, I, I would have said, does anybody have a key here? And if everybody would have said no, I would have said, get your car, ram that freaking door open we are going well, in there one way or another how so this was one of the things that i have a tiktok that we're going to watch from another guy who talks a little bit about this but one of the things was that if the cops couldn't get in because the door was locked how the shooter get in it was open he just walked right in because he walked right in I saw now why were the he why right were in. the why were the dot why were the doors open our doors here lock at 8 15 we live in cowtown there's 500 people that go to school here well, our doors lock at 8.15. This was legislation that was put in after, um, not Sandy Hook. Uh, it was the one after that, the high school one. Um, it was that one. Oh, and then legis- yeah. uh, You know what I'm talking about. Ours, there was legislation ours that was- They have to let yeah. you in. You have to ring a we bell. We had to have whole new systems installed. Every single public school that had 
locks and those locks had to auto lock at like 815 as soon as the doors and then the auto lock again at 330 and then you had to have key access they had to have cameras is what i and i don't know maybe maybe texas didn't adapt that law that's crazy to me that they they wouldn't but maybe they didn't well i know that that particular area is about sixteen thousand people it's a small so, place um so you have to think funding too and you have to think availability of things it, typically in smaller towns funding's hard to allocate because taxes aren't you know you're not getting a lot of tax dollars from sixteen thousand people mm-hmm. um so you have to allocate those in the best possible way and you have to allocate those across the board to multiple agencies and you have to figure out you know where your budget is where your deficits are and even with schools they have a hard time doing this too we all know schools are underfunded so it's very mm-hmm. possible that they they may not have locks on their doors or they it, may not have is, had all the locks on their doors it's, but the cops said out said they couldn't go in because the door was locked and and one could also theorize that maybe whoever was watching them who was monitoring the door thought it was one of the kids because i don't know how tall the kid is you know he could be five four yeah. he could look like a 12 well that's old. that's why the 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 initial police reports that came out they said they didn't enter the, well here let me just play the TikTok. sure um this guy goes through the timeline and then we'll kind of talk a little bit more about that so give me a second is this it nope that is not it here it is And I was sent this tick. Oh shoot! I just did something. I was sent this TikTok about forty times. So <laughs> we will watch the same it. one I was sent to. Probably. That's oh all yeah, good, yeah. I got sent this, this one? one. Yeah. This one. New information is coming out about Ramos, the Texas. I don't know how to make it bigger. So. And the timeline is starting to reveal things. So now, apparently, it took police about ninety minutes to get into the school, into the classroom, because they needed a key. Ramos arrived at the school after. <laughs> his F-250 truck running from Border Patrol after shooting his grandmother. I don't know if you're familiar with getting into elementary schools, but getting into an elementary school, you would have an easier time getting into Fort Knox. Regardless of that being the case, the school's resource officer was unable to stop him from entering the building. That was before It was at that point that he walked into the fourth grade classroom and barricaded himself in. During the time that he was locked inside of this classroom, he was able to kill 19 kids and two of their teachers. And because they needed a key, it took cops almost one hour to get inside of that classroom. And it was only because the staff member happened to come across one that they were able to get inside. Obviously, word has spread while this was going on, and parents were already outside desperately trying to get in. Parents were met with nothing but resistance, saying that we got this, we got this. And they were restraining parents as they were desperately trying to get into the building. And now all of a sudden the Facebook post is surfacing that shows that the school and the police department were doing active shooter training at that school just two months prior. The post has since been deleted. So I ask you this. One, how does an 18-year-old kid get the funds to drive an F-250? Two, how does he have the resources to purchase nearly $3,700 worth of equipment, ARs, handguns, body armor? Three, how did he learn how to use these weapons efficiently? When his family confirmed that he didn't know how to drive and didn't have a license. They didn't know how he legally purchased these firearms or how he even went to get them. And they didn't understand how he was able to train with these weapons. And they finished off by saying that somebody must have taken him there and was training him. Now, I'm not saying this whole thing was manufactured, but what I am saying 
is that this thing glows brighter than the force of a thousand suns. What's uh, what's that guy's account name? We can at least give him some props for the video, you know. Um, what's that? I'm sorry, he was still talking. I can. What oh, would, what sorry. Did you say? What What no, was that guy's account name? So we can at least give him some some props for oh. the video. He got lots of props. Video sitting at like four million views. Um, yeah. Let me hold on. It is in my. Did I send it to you? Didn't I? Political reject is his name. So political reject on TikTok. You can go and give him a follow and. He's, somebody had said he also has a lot of videos. I followed him after this. He's got a lot of really good videos that uh, you can go watch. He's kind of keeping up with that. Yeah. Um, she went in the side door. So we talked about that. Tucker covered that earlier in the live tonight. Uh, so she went into a different door, like a side door. Yeah. So I, I'm... I'm sorry, but it does. It does. And I, I do. I, I play devil's advocate a lot. And I, I do. Because I, I try to stay really logical. I try not to lose Same. my mind. But... Boy, yeah, oh, Jake, something isn't right with a lot of this. It's just not. A lot of things don't make sense. No. And that's that's why I haven't really spoken much about it until tonight because you have Same. to wait. You have to wait for the info to come out. Uh, it's it's this is what I talked about in in my TikTok. A lot of this is going to come out, and a lot of people are going to theorize. A lot of people are going to make emotional decisions. A lot of people are going to have emotional arguments over this. It's okay. yes. Absolutely. This this happens every time we do this. Um, I have this TikTok too. And it's 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 not to, you know, it's not to spray any vitriol toward you guys or anything like that. It's I I want I I always very much want you guys to learn to think for yourselves and practice discernment and be objective. But mm -hmm. once you can see the patterns, once you see things like this happen, what the only thing that I really truly want you guys to understand is how to meet things objectively. We knew something like this was coming. I told you something like this was coming. Mm -hmm. And now that it's here, you now have tools to make better decisions. So you don't sit there and just argue senselessly with each other and just theorize over maybe it's this, maybe it's that, maybe blah, blah, blah. We, we don't know. More than likely, we will probably never know the entirety of the situation. And the, the crappy realization of that is that you're going to have to figure out a way for you to be okay with that. But understand the important parts is that it's a horrible tragedy. It shouldn't have happened. And we need as many clear-cut answers as we can get. And you have to stay away from people theorizing about things when events like this happen. And you have to you have to stay away from the bickering and the arguments. And because, like I said, from a law, law enforcement perspective, you you can always say, Well, I would have done this or I would have done that. If if your CEO, if your commanding officer makes the, the decision for you to do something, they're making that decision in good faith and, and under experience, relying on that experience to make the best decision right. possible at the time. There is no possible way for us to discern whether situation A is better than situation B or is B better than A. We don't know because they made a decision they stuck with it, whatever it was, and they they did that thing. So it's very possible to theorize that, sure, situation B could have been a better strategy, but we will never know. And you have to be okay with that. You have to be. You have to get past all that stuff. And yeah, situation C, D, E, all the way to Z and Z squared and all of that. Sure, absolutely. But there's no sense in arguing over things because those things didn't happen situation situation f didn't happen 
And yes, there, I agree. You, you could, what if, what if, what if we will never know. We have to be okay with it. We have to, but you so, have to see the bigger picture. And I, this is kind of what I want to talk about too. So I, I want to get like more, we're not, we're, we're not going to, we're, we're not bickering about it. We're not going to argue about it, but I, I do want to talk yeah. about it. And I want to talk about all points of it. And I do have lots of questions. I mean, I think it's, it's people are really in their emotions about it because it is our children. Like I said, it could have been any of our kids and it puts a lot of fear into the country right now. And people are now scared. You know, we, kids are yeah. You just with the kids, the Las Vegas shooting mass, terrible. Las Vegas shooting was adults. So right. And then that's not lesser, but it, it, wasn't it hits, it hits you when it's yeah. kids like, you know, Sandy yep. hook and okay. So I want to go back to the agenda that came out immediately after this, because this also played into a lot of the conspiracy theories that are going on. So there's there's some. Um, I don't know if they were just using the tragedy to try and push their agenda. So there's that. OK, which. Or if it's a little more sinister than that, as in they actually are the ones responsible by setting all of this up and. Uh, which. I tend to maybe I just watch too many movies, but I, <laughs> I, I will I will entertain that theory a little more after hearing all of the holes and the and the where did this kid get all this? Like, where did all this come from? Like we knew when 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 the movie theater shooting thing happened, we knew about that guy like the next day, like we knew everything about him. You found him. And, you know, I don't even know if that was legit anymore or not. I don't know. So there's now there's these that this guy was and now him and his family are they're they're gonna take you know the hit for this and then disappear and you're just never gonna see him again. So but they that this was orchestrated to push for more gun control so that basically we amend, which is what they're calling for now, is amending two A because what does two A do? You know what two A is, right? Tell me you know. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's, so it's two ways to bear arms. It's your right to bear arms, but it's not just your right to bear arms to look cool in your truck. It's your right to bear arms in case of government tyranny. A well-regulated militia, militia, yes. Correct. Shall not be infringed. So, well, okay, and this this is even deeper. <laughs> okay, there's some of this. Um, some people have theorized that. Yes. Yes, I've heard that. I heard that a lot with the movie theater shooting, just because that guy looked so fucking. Sure lost uh, i get that boy but it, yeah. here's the thing is i try not to feed into this right we, we i don't i don't like to because i i feel like well how many now, how many coincidences with, until we can't nothing's a coincidence i can't and even the media can't <laughs> like and this is where my head's at with like even the media is like whoa barack obama like Calm down. Like, you can't. What are you doing? You can't say that. Like, 19 kids. I got kids a little too them. excited over the situation and made a mistake. Made a big mistake. So, we're at a point where the mainstream media can't not talk about it at this point. Even, you know, everybody and everybody has a cell phone. Everybody, everybody. And you're going to see more footage come out. That's just the way it's going to go. You're going to see footage. All these kids called 911. This little, I guess, this, they got recordings. This little girl, she called 911. Tons of extra stuff come out. You'll you're going to see all this stuff come out. And I'm, I feel crazy even saying this, but I almost kind of believe that over what we're being told was just some kid who just went nuts. 
that's what you're going to be told. That's what everybody in the back of their minds is going to immediately assume. Right. And his mom then comes out and she says, I'm sure he had his reasons. What I, an odd thing to say. I, I what made an odd a thing video to about say. it. It's called Candlelight Vigil on a Bill. You guys need to go watch it. Um, you want to watch it here? Well, yeah. What, do you want to watch the first one before that? And then that one? I mean, they're only a minute long if we have time. Um, we do. I have one from another one, but I'm waiting for it to download. So there's the first there's, one. And he talks is, about there's there's tunnels. And, and to me, that's going to be a worst case scenario type thing. Now, that's deep, deep rabbit hole stuff. They're, they're talking about this was a mass kidnapping of sorts. Okay. And in my opinion, like if there's any truth, like that's because the kids are, I don't even know. So yeah. I know he killed his grandmother. Uh, his mom is very much alive, or whoever she said, she said he was his mom. Okay, we'll watch Jake's. Give me a minute. <laughs> Sorry. I, and then when we're done, we'll play. And I think it's Skrillet, I think, is who sent it to me. Or, Sonny, if you want to send it to me on Instagram, if you're still in here. Kyle's. Um, yeah. And then the NRA had a big convention, too. And then Trump spoke. To it's not the NRA's fault. I don't know why people are blaming the NRA. I mean, some people are out there blaming they the NRA are, for this. They are, but that's that's part of it, right? But then Donald Trump came out and said, listen, which I thought was interesting, too. Um, and I was kind of happy about that because I had my reserves about him with the vaccine stuff. But he came out and, and he said, listen, we got $40 billion to send to Ukraine. There is no reason we don't have $40 billion to invest in our public schools for more security. Or anything else. And that was probably the most spot-on logical thing i have heard from anybody in any kind of stance of power in the last two days i i could i was like dang like fuck, we're really yes, gonna have to wait uh, till 2024 alexa, that, <clears throat> alexa that's correct yes no I was, all right which fine. one uh it's it was done on 515 uh it's called buying your vote with emotions oh i remember we talked about that one yes we did right here because i did one very similar that's what this was about we are having, hold on, hold on. Everything starts to play before I'm ready for it to play. And then there's a couple others, but. Let me do this one. Never let a good crisis go to waste, right? What I mean by that is exactly this. In the coming days, and you're going to my hashtags. A lot of things Bingo. hit the media straight to you regarding 2A legislation. And certain people running for positions that are either for it or against it. The legislation against it will simply tell you that they are against it because we need to stop this right-wing rhetoric, right? Same thing we hear every time we get to this point in the year. This background music is and on point. you're going to see a lot more come up of it in the next few days. And I want you to be aware because what I need you to understand is I never make a decision based on emotion especially not a vote when we do that that's when we make the mistakes be smart take care of each other be never smart. don't be stupid hold on that's exactly what that video was about and your hashtags were texas california and legislation and something else i missed it though and new i already york. closed out of it yeah. new york okay Okay, so now we got that one. 
And then what was the next one? The capital light, candlelight vigil, candlelight and a vigil bill? on a bill. Yeah. Look at and that was done in, in two hours, an hour and a half before the presidential address. I'm just giving you all the views right now. Listen, oh, it's, it's important. I, need, I mean, it is my accounts in that. the trap. My accounts <laughs> in the trap right now. It is man. They took down like four videos today. It's ridiculous. I'm Freaking. surprised I haven't had any taken down in, in a while. Well, we pissed off that little pussy from Canada. Now <laughs> all of his people are over there running their goddamn traps. I can't do anything about it. So fuck you, Knuckles. That's it. That's all I Notice got. Here we go. I picked for this too. I will. I, I will. Now that your timelines have been absolutely flooded with the recent events that I did tell you were going to happen. Yes, Sonia. Here's what happens next. Now that you've had it stuck in your mind, now that it's in your subconscious, and now that you're following the script again, now we prepare for the capitalization on what's being pushed for legislation. So, in the coming weeks, be prepared to see massive gatherings of people petitioning for legislation. Prepare to see candlelight vigil. Be prepared to see many people crying many people upset and dividing each other with their arguments same script different skin same story all over again <laughs> look at you you're so fancy did you say your wife's name is that what she's talking about yeah when i said alexa oh she turns into a puddle you guys are so cute it makes me cute okay good sorry yeah <laughs> okay they took down the one i duetted with you i know they put one of them back up though that's not that one <laughs> the other one yeah they took down a bunch of my videos today TikTok and get dick fucked so uh, castle be the teacher left the door i saw this i haven't I've, I've seen this in the comments but i haven't seen where people got it from so i haven't said anything about yeah, it yet i haven't seen that yet either i've heard it um but I've seen it in the comments. Sonia is going to send me something. Maybe I'm trying to download it from telegram, but because my videos here don't like to play from telegram because they're dumb. Yeah. Um, but that's not it. Let me see. Maybe it's done, but this was from, it still won't do it. It's from script news channel. Let me see if I can find him on the talk. Hold on. Okay. I do have a theory about all of this though. Ship. It's Please do share, and then we'll wrap up with this video. Please share well, your theory. I mean, you can play your video if it's ready. Go ahead, do your thing. Well, I gotta find it. That's what I'm saying. Okay, um, that's that's why I made the videos that I made, guys. Um, and and Ship and I have talked about this in, in other episodes of her show as well about why why is all of this allowed to happen? Why is all of this happening? Mm -hmm. And you know this and that. You can always theorize. And this this is the premise of my channel is is to to get every every viewer to understand the general direction in which this goes. And I don't I don't know if you remember or not, Ship, when I talked about consolidation of powers to where you have so many people in control of so many things, eventually you want to consolidate it down to a few departments and eventually consolidate that down until you have just your one world power. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, 15 or 20 years ago, you know, you'd hit the, the thing everybody thinks in their and their subconscious mind is crazy. Alex Jones spouting out about one world government and blah, blah, blah. They're blah. already coming after that cat like him and another one. There are there's already like three articles on these guys about how they're spreading misinformation about this. I'm just blown away like, because they're right. That's fast. I know they're right. I don't watch them, but I don't have to. I know they're right. And Sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, but Alex, you know, he used to talk about this and scream about it all the time. And the theatrics are are a big turnoff for a lot of people. And I get it. But for the most part, I mean, he's been pretty, you know, he's been quite accurate, especially, you know, 15, 20 years ago. He was he was hitting the nail on the head for things that are happening now. Uh, pretty, right. pretty accurately, pretty scarily accurate. So he got his information from somewhere. He knew somebody or uh, uh, somebody's um, and still does. But regardless mm-hmm. um this 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 is a thing that is going to be too big to ignore and i'm telling you that it is a thing because it is a thing this is a thing that exists and whatever way that that you can it with all the sanity in the world wrap your mind around this the the world is a very big place but it's also a very small place because we are now so interconnected. It's so easy. I can sit here and have this conversation from States away right now with, with ship. And I can, I can have a conversation across the other half of the world with, with some of my friends over in New Zealand at the same exact time. Immediately. We never used to be able to do these things. And now that we have, we have this influx of all of this information and it's, it's too much to, it's too much to track. It's too much to, to keep your eye on. It's too much to try to control. So you have to mm-hmm. consolidate it. And this is not going to sit well with some people and that's okay. You, it doesn't have to sit well with you, but you have to understand that it is going to happen because you've been told it's going to happen. So that's, that's where the WEF comes into play and all of these things. Um, they, okay. they very much want a they they very much are globalists they want a one one world power they want one they want one power in control of all of that as far as a law enforcement perspective so the the pieces that you have to put together the dots that you must connect are you have to ask yourself why did we remove funding from law enforcement when we needed it most why did we do that it has nothing to do with rioting has nothing to do with the organizations behind it that start with a b and start with an a it has absolutely nothing to do with that those those things were the bait that many people took to get you thrown off the scent trail so you Mm -hmm. would spend your time wasting it arguing with each other and because we cannot come together and have these conversations we're not connecting the dots like we should and that's where ship and I had this conversation about being new media because that's what we're here to do. She does it in her own unique way that I can't do and I can't replicate that and vice versa. I do it in my own way. And even though I'm the captain of confusion, she's the captain of her ship. We're still, we're still approaching this in the same yes. way. <laughs> I like to tell people and you like to make them come up with it on their own. But I like to, I also like to, to calm people down and tell them <laughs> and you're just like but what happens when and i'm like you know what? just jake we just give them the fucking information when but I, together when we do, i think we, together know. we do really well 
it's a good balancing act. I agree. It, it is, is a fantastic balancing act. I agree. You're you're more straightforward. I I can't do it the way that you do, and I'll never try because I can't. I'm not you. You you do it in your own great way, and and vice versa. I could do and, videos like you though. You could. Oh, I could. I could. It'd take a lot though. <laughs> I'd have to like write it down. Oh my god, that's just too much time. But but here's the premise, guys. Here's the premise yes. for you. So. They, they remove funding from law enforcement when we need it at most and when we need it now. They, they remove funding from the stock market. They remove money from your grocery store. They remove money from your wallets because you spend time focusing on the immediate problem and you're not ever looking long-term because this immediate problem is the thing that affects you immediately. It's your immediate focus. We have to stop and say, why is this happening? And what's going to happen next year? What's going to happen the year after? What's the goal here? And once you can start opening your mind and broadening your horizons, you can start to connect the dots. And there is a very discernible pattern here now that I'm fully well comfortable talking about it. And this is what is going to happen. I'm telling you now, just like when I was right with the stock market, just like I'm going to be right with the stock market again, just like I'm going to be right about this. It's not a if, it's when. So what's going to happen is this is all by design. This is absolutely the plan to get you all to remove your faith and your trust in the people who have your best interest in mind and who keep you safe and who do actively protect you, meaning your, your local police, your local fire, your local EMS, your educators, your religion, and even on some sort of federal level. Because once you've lost all faith and trust and belief and all of these things that keep our structure and our integrity, then we have no structure and we have no integrity. And by that point, that's where the problem has already been injected. Offer the problem, create the problem, offer the solution. And the solution will be exactly this. The solution will be someone like Klaus Schwab or his affiliates saying, well, look at us. We already have this reputable image. We already have all this money. We already have all these celebrities backing us. This is a global thing. It's not just here. It's the rest of the world. And it has to be because of climate or it has to be because of this or circumstance or the war or any, blame it on any number of reasons. But here's the solution. We have these people with blue helmets and they're very well trained and they're a part of your society already. These are your neighbors. These are your friends. These are your dads. These are your children. And they're just like you. And we can offer protection and they will come in and they will be the world's police force. They will be the world's military, making you safer every day, making you feel like you can go to work and, and wake up and beat a 10 all day and say, yay, I get to go to work and not focus on any problems. All I have to do is get rid of firearms. I have to get rid of my integrity. I have to sell out. But you're going to start to see so many people with blue check marks saying, I would happily give up any of my firearms, even though I oh have a license. Oh, my God, Scott D. Henry, get the fuck off If it off stops my another FYP. event like this, I would Son happily give bitch. him up today. You know, I followed this cat. He was one of the first people I followed on the stupid TikTok. <laughs> did somebody do it already? Scott D. Henry did it. I don't know who that is. And he was the first. He's blue check mark on TikTok. Big deal. He was on like some some show. But he followed me back like it was a big deal it was content for a little while like i wanted him to come on the show and talk about online bullying because that was his thing he was part of like the the positivity crew and the hey dudes or whatever 
well, so I'd send him a message. I'm like, Hey, thanks for, he followed me on Instagram. He followed me on TikTok. Like I'm like, bet he followed all my new accounts on TikTok. Like he hunted me out. And I was like, wow, fuck it, dude. You want to come on my show? Like I just started. I was all excited about my show. I'm like, man, you could really, you know, that'd be awesome. Motherfucking one left me on fucking red. Okay. So there's that two now to, then he comes out with like yesterday and he's all like, I'm glad he said exactly that. If giving up my guns is going to help stop this, I will gladly do it. And oh my God, my whole side of TikTok went fucking insane. Texan went insane. And Texan, Texans are Monday night or ever the Monday night. He hates Scott Henry and he's like, see ship. I'm like, man, you shut the hell up. This is my blue check mark at 2.2 million followers. Okay. My one that. claim to fame. My one claim to fame. Okay. Well, I got two. I got him and I got Marky Mark's wife. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. I forgot about that. I can't think of her name though. I got another chick with a, with a million followers too. That follow. I don't know who she is, but she does. But that, that's it. But now this, now he comes, now, now he comes out and he's like, sorry, Shep, I'm about to piss off your whole base and I'm not sorry. And I'm like, well, fuck it, Scott. You're not coming on my show. <laughs> yeah. And, and people like that are a big uh, don't give up. they don't want to lose that blue check mark. He sold out. Don't do it though. Don't give up your pupils. The, the, the two ways. The, sold his integrity we don't have the for two a blue check mark. Nobody, you know what? Like nobody cares about the why is this, why is this so important to people? Because they think it's cool. It's the cool thing to do. I didn't. Hasn't it um, lost its coolness by now? Like I've been verified before, and then they kicked me off anyway. Yeah, I don't matter. Sure but this this is the plan, ship. This is the plan. They know that they can't take them away from us by force. They know that because. In, in this country, there's at least one firearm for every individual. There's they, at least 300. No, they said there was firearms. four at guns for every one Every man, woman, and child. Yeah. In the And this is why they haven't kicked our doors in and taken us all to concentration camps. This because They don't they have can't. the power to do any of this. Though they're trying to scare you into thinking they do, but they don't. They don't have that power. You guys, well, they don't have the power. That's, that's by design. That's why you I have somebody like Biden saying, enough is enough. Where's your backbone? Do the right thing. Uh, because what he's actually telling you, everyone, is that we can't take them by force because we will get annihilated. So why don't why don't we just try to guilt trip them and capitalize we'll get them on to guilt crises. trip each other? That's what they did for COVID. They got and us all like, and it works. Be they do it, it because it work. works because we're we still allow here it to happen. We allow it. And to we work. never wore a mask. We allow it to work. And instead of the approach of we, we can take them by force. What he's saying is, why don't you guys do what the rest of the world does? Everybody else is jumping off the bridge. Why don't you guys do it? Where's our background? Do the right thing. Do what the rest Australia? of the countries are doing. Yeah. New Zealand. Australia's Australia, like, look, you need to give France. up all your guns. Like Australia is all locked up in COVID camps right now. The reason we have guns because we don't want to be in COVID camps. Like, in no, we're 90s, not giving it up. In the 90s, Australia did pass that bill and they got rid of a lot of them. A lot of people just willingly turned them in and sold out for so four, Canada. bucks. And then the county bucks. mounties came and ran that poor old lady over, and nobody did nothing about it because nobody's got no nothing, no gun. Talk Look, I don't carry, right? Because I'm crazy, but <laughs> I don't. I own, we own, but we don't. I don't carry them with. I care. I have mace. I don't trust myself. Like I'm, I'm mentally sound enough to understand that I probably should not be carrying a pew pew at any point because I, I sensible I make decisions. Yeah, I make decisions pretty. So there'd be a lot of flat tires. You're still okay? a sensible gun owner. Fucking eight. I would be a sensible gun owner who you doesn't are. own one. Well, I am. I own, well, like I said, but 
seems pretty common I, sense to me. I I I struggle. Like, but we have them, and we're not giving them up. Like, we're not. Like, I don't, I'm not gonna have AOC come to my house. Be like, shit, you know, take it back. So be like, get off my right. porch, AOC. And instead of that, the approach is to get you to do it willingly. And they will do it by utilizing children because children are the most innocent people on this planet. And it hits you in the heartstrings. Okay. So to say, I want to do the right thing for the kids. Do it for the kids. I want, because I saw that too, that tweet from a bunch of people. You need to do this for our future generations. Man, you're trying to teach our future generations. They don't have no gender. Got to hear with that nonsense. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I want to tip into this a little bit. So there's, we've talked about all the theories for, for the most part. We've talked about what's being talked about. We've talked about um, the theory of it. It possibly have maybe like a, the, the crisis actors, the false flag. We've talked a little bit about that. We talked about it, it being more like in Vegas. There's one more that has come out and this came from script news channel. Um, and this is pretty deep. So I want you guys to keep a very open mind. Again, we're not out here trying to disrespect nobody. We're not trying to, this is just another thing that somebody put together and you can put it into your arsenal of information. And then as more things come out over the next few weeks, make your own decision as to what you think happened. But I'm going to share this last video with you guys. Um, Jake, you look like you want to say something. I just have a lot on my mind. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Don't, don't worry about it. Okay. I've got So I'm going to just start it off. What don't make sense to me is they're saying that the parents can't find their children. Now, I've been around some homicides where somebody got shot in front of me. I'm from New York. You see this shit all the time. What happens when somebody gets killed, okay, they kind of clear the whole perimeter out. They tape it off. Okay, doesn't matter if there's blood there. doesn't matter if the body is laying there. It doesn't matter. Then they take these yellow markers. They fold open like little A-frame fucking plaques that open up. And they say one, two, three, four, five, all the way up to 200, 300, right? And each shell casing, they put it there and they put it next to it. They put it next to it. They came out and told the parents that they need DNA swabs to identify their kid. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not how this works when there is a mass murder or mass shooting or somebody is dead. No matter how tragic, how heart-wrenching, mm -hmm. how gut-wrenching this could be to you, they pull back the sheet and tell you to identify them or you go to a morgue and identify the bodies. They do not make you wait outside. And as a parent, I would kick the door down, go past the yellow tape, and then there'd be no sheriff, no cop that could hold me back. And if my kids are in there, I'd be flipping the fuck out. But are you kidding me? When are you guys going to wake up and understand that something bigger is happening here? Every time there's a mass uh, shooting or a false flag, people die in false flags. They also get kidnapped. They put people as patsies. Why did the FBI go to this man, uh, Ramos's house, two weeks in a row? Why would the FBI at his house two weeks in a row? Huh? Hmm? You guys putting two and two together? Let me show you a few things. Okay, I'm going to make that a little bit bigger for you. Why do they always do this? Anytime the news puts it on, they got to put something there. And anytime they talk to a parent, right? The parents got to have the Freemason sign, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. They just, it just happens like this, huh? And another one right here. You can see his, uh, his chain. Yeah. And another one. And then he supposedly doesn't even have, like, any posts. You know, it just, it's the clear cliche, you know. I mean, this is like, Jesus. I've seen so many of these damn 
false flag events. And yes, people die, but here's the kicker. These are the tunnels that they're supposedly talking about. I don't know what that map is. I don't know where she got. I don't even know who that is, but. She's going to get another map. Watch. Tunnels. There's tunnels. Tunnels from the school to the border into these old army bases and state parks. 60 seconds and your popcorn. Shout out to the Patriot Mafia. Okay, so the tunnels thing we've heard about, and here's what I'm going to say about the tunnels thing. I don't know if they exist everywhere else, but they exist here. Like, we have tunnel systems all over in the area that I live, and I know this because we do haunted houses, and we used to run bootleg liquor through there back in, like, the 40s because we were the hub between Denver and Chicago, and so they would stop, and it's Sioux City, which is the town that's about, I don't know, 40 minutes south or so up here. But there are, there are underground tunnels, and they would run the liquor from Denver uh, through Sioux City up to Chicago, and they would do it in these all in these underground tunnels. And I know this for a fact because I've been down there, and it's really creepy. And but there are some areas of those tunnels that you can't go; they have them closed off. So the tunnels thing, as crazy as it sounds, is it's legit. At least here it is. I don't know where if it is anywhere else, but here it is. Yeah. Um, okay. They're they're probably in every single station. Probably, but I don't know that, so I don't say that. They're probably in every single state ship. I just know that they're here. So there's that. Safe to um, assume. In my opinion, if what he said is true, uh, that, in my opinion, is worst case scenario. I think because then the, those kids are in a lot more trouble than... But that's dark. and that's a It's a hell of a theory. It's... Yeah. it's you know, you're never wrong for asking, but that's a that's a hell of a theory. I it's, it's I don't think that that's the case here. Okay, but I wouldn't be surprised either. Um, Sad meeting everything Same. objectively. I I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but uh, that makes sense. I mean, they I what Uvalde's like what forty minutes away from the border. They consider it a border town, but it's like in that gray okay. area where it is, but it's not. Um, that's what Sonny said. Yeah most most of those southern towns like that are they're they're small enough you know cartel can go in and hide and and kind of be under the radar and of, of course there's going to be tunnels i mean cartel okay. runs runs right through there of, of course one of the okay. one of the biggest drug trafficking networks in this country runs through my state right through the middle of it from right. north to south all the way down yep. to miami so, I mean, yeah, we, we have cartel here. <laughs> we, we just do. And all, people don't know that. And we, we keep that stuff quiet, not to hide it from people, but we keep those things quiet to protect people. Because once you go poking your nose around where it doesn't belong, especially in situations like that, you will disappear. Mm -hmm. um, and that's probably true for there, too, I assume, as you get closer to the to the border gets a little more dangerous but at least here it's relatively quiet and it's peaceful um thoughts on the freemasons maybe just as a whole and i feel like we could do a whole show about this i know of them and i know a little bit of them i've watched some things and just i have on thoughts. this situation or in general just maybe in general i think with this one i don't know um 
I'm not, I'd, I'd have to sit with that for a little bit, but maybe just in general. What are your thoughts on the Freemasonry in general? Um, I think anything that has to be done in secret is probably not worth doing and probably has nefarious purposes. So I think it's safe to assume that if you have to make a, a secret society of people where the public doesn't know much about its existence and, and it's kept in some realm of exclusivity and, and done in the dark, then there are probably some bad things happening. Okay. I would rather err on the side of caution and say that. Everybody I knows, I, I, I think there are two levels to it. I, I legit know some Freemasons who are good people who do. I do too. My husband's family thing. is. And His grandparents were. I think that's one side of it. Dad. And I yeah. think that some people just aren't privy to the other side, um, which is that deep, dark stuff that everybody makes their theories over and everybody speculates on. Um, that very much exists too, because I've met some of those people too, and it's a very real thing. What they do, I don't know. I don't need to know. I don't want to know any more than I, than I need to know. What I know is that it, it's real. It's a real thing. Um, so they, you know, people always say, oh, Illuminati this, Freemasons that. Like, those things are real. Let's, let's be adults here. They're real. And let's, you know, let's be adults about everything else too. I mean, we have government disclosure on UAPs, aka UFOs, they finally came out and said that those things were real two years ago. And people I are know. just now starting to talk about it like it's news. Like we we know. know. We've known since the X Files. They they've told you <laughs> in your movies and your TV. They've they've told you. And now that it's out, everybody's so surprised. Like you haven't been programmed to see that this entire time. Nobody's surprised. Nobody's talking <laughs> about it. I talked about it. I made a video. I'm like, hey listen, they're like Congress is meeting about this. Like I feel like this is really important. But people are like, but Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. And I'm like, yeah, but I really feel like maybe everything. This is probably the most important because realistically. If the aliens want to come and blow up our world, like nobody's <laughs> going to give a shit about Trump or Johnny Depp or 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 Texas. I mean, I, I feel Johnny Depp. <laughs> I don't either. The whole thing is very interesting to me. That was well, fake. So there's that. But but like, I feel like. This should be what we're talking about. Like, why are we not demanding more answers and, and an understanding as to why they knew about this but didn't tell us and why? Because we're like, too busy arguing semantics, ship. We're, we're too busy we're not fighting too, with like, each other every day. Well, not that's, you and yeah, I, but they, Yeah, society. I get that. I'm not going to fight about nothing. Look at, look at your social feeds. Look at everything that we talked about today and look at how many people are arguing over it and, and the emotional factor because they bought it and it works. And it detracts from things. Why? Why are we uh, all of a sudden bringing out information paired with this behind the scenes? Take the Johnny Depp crap away. That's entertainment value. That's that's merely just distraction. And if you get entertainment out of it, great, cool. Use it for entertainment. Take a break. But um, is anybody making a connection? I mean, nobody's really talking about World Economic Forum, and they're done with their I am. convening tomorrow. Um, they're also yeah, not they talking voted. about what's happening with Hillary Clinton, and they finally confirmed that there was um, some su suspicion of thwarting an election uh, with her and yep. her funding behind it, and the FBI is involved now. This is a real yeah. thing. Yeah, and nobody's talked happening. about that, and that's no. way more important than Johnny Depp ever heard. World Economic Forum is way more important than than all of that. <gasps> and Hey, do you want to know something else about the World Economic Forum? I put this together yesterday. Are you going to talk about the millions of dollars they spent to make a fake facade on what it looks like? Just to make yeah, it look they're like not, superficial? 
Like I heard some things about the World Economic Forum being more like a Hunger Games thing where they had kids and they would hunt them down. But uh, I don't remember where I saw it and um, it was really bad. Like that kept me up for like nights too. But that's not what it's game. There's a book about that. Correct. But it was very much real. <laughs> um, what I saw that's anyway. Where they got the book from. It looked, yeah. it looked very real. But I, I want to talk about the World Economic Forum. Did you know that Kevin Spacey's being charged yet again for more yes, sexual assault? Okay. UK, did you also yeah. know that it, did you also know that in 2016 he was the king of Davos? Did you know that he went to the World Economic Forum and was talking about how we're going to save the planet? And he was basically like the prime guest of Davos um, that time in 2016. Mm -hmm. And then when I saw that, you know, it made me think about this story that I'd heard about Davos and what they actually do up there. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what do they actually do up there? And I've been trying to find things that they've been talking about in Davos and trying to see to see if there's any kind of any kind of panic. Like, is there anything like are they freaking out at all because we're all just not buying into this bullshit anymore? Or like, is are we reaching a new phase? Like, and I haven't really been able to come up with anything, but maybe. Well, here's some here's a good tidbit of info for you to do some research on tonight. I don't think sure. that anybody's talking about this, too. Um, have you heard about Dan one? D-A-N-O-N-E? No, sir. Okay. So in order to thwart the formula shortage, what, what has been done so far? Well, right they, now they're shipping it in from other countries, which makes all the fucking sense in the world. But then they, they enacted... I did a video on this, too. They enacted correct. Operation something or other, and then they're going to be flying them on Live a commercial plane. or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, whatever you called it, yes. So... Correct. There is, there is a business in uh, CHA um, over there, and there's a company that's called Dan One. They are one of the largest producers of infant formula that is um, completely, uh, they, 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 they're super vegan. They're all about it. Super vegan mm -hmm. about everything. Super soy, vegan, all of that. Um, mm -hmm. between the months of January and May, they spent a hundred million dollars to triple their production size between the months of January and May, mm -hmm. right around when this first started. And mm -hmm. they are, they are now being employed to start to create formula to ship here. Um, and Dan one is also basically owned by none other than World Economic Forum. That's not shocking. So at all, not like not even yeah. a little bit. But I want to go and go back to this. I think. Do you really think that a lot of people are going to just jump right on board with that, or do you think I got a lot of people making their own formula at this point? I think people will get desperate, and when desperate people are desperate, they do anything. Make it. It's cheaper. God knows, it looks cheaper. Yeah, but when you're desperate, like, do you really care, or do you just want it? You don't care where it comes from. Well, I don't know anymore. I think when I hate to answer that. This feels very doom and gloom. Yeah, I almost feels like when when we talk about this kind of stuff, like you're almost talking about it, like it's like it, like this, like it's over, like we lost. We are losing. We haven't lost. Um, we are losing. We are, but we have not lost. I, I think hope is a beggar. I think hope is a thief because hope is just hope with no action behind it. It's nothing. Mm -hmm. 
this I, I I can't scream any harder for people to take care of each other. That's I, that's my sign off. I say it for a reason, not just because I want people to be excellent to each other. I I want people to take care of each other and understand. I've been saying this because you need to take care of each other. Mm-hmm. You have to. We have to share things again. We have to become community again. We have to. We have to be friends with our neighbors. How many of you don't know your neighbors or anything about your neighbors? How many of you don't just wave at your neighbors anymore? We live in a society where everything's a concrete jungle. You know, um, that's this isn't the '50s anymore. Um, in some ways, we need to revert back to that mentality. Um, more, more community, less, less corporation. We are losing. I know. We're losing. But I don't see it that way, we are but I, I get where I get what you're saying. I just don't. It, and oh. I know like there are very few people that agree with me. I am finding out like 100 monkeys was one of them, too. He's like, I appreciate your optimism. I, I'm like, I, I know. Optimism. I don't think that we're going to lose in the end. I don't. I'm not all doom and gloom. I think we are losing and it's OK to admit that. Um, I don't because think look we at are. What's, look at what's happening. It's, look at what's happening. Like. That's it's an smart. attack like, on all fronts, you know, emotional, it mental, actually, they, spiritual. It is. They actually, they, they 100% attacked our kids, right? But the comparison to this in Sandy Hook is drastically different. In Sandy Hook, we just bought everything. It was years before I even heard of another theory with Sandy Hook. And now we're, what, 48 hours from this? And even, like I said, even the media can't deny that something's wrong. They have to talk about it. They don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. And they have to come out and they have to ask those hard questions. They can't just feed us the same garbage because people, this is where I think that we are. We're wise to it. We have a, we're having a leg up on things where maybe we didn't used to have that same thing before. And that's, that's why I say we are losing, but all hope is not lost. We, we, we can very much win. But the reason why I say we are losing is because these things still happen. So that, that shows me that, in a way, we are still very much behind. There, there are very many people out there who have still have no clue about this. We have a lot of work to do. That's that's our job. That's it's my job. That's mm-hmm. your job. And that's all of your viewers' jobs now is to take this information and share it. Talk about it. Don't be afraid to talk about it. All of these years, you've been told that this crazy conspiracy theory stuff. Well, if it comes true then it's just true. It's no longer conspiracy theory. It's no longer crazy. And all this time you've been gaslit and made to feel guilty for having your thoughts. Think what you think. Stop trying to fit in so much. Talk about these things. Chances are your neighbor is going to feel the exact same way on some level nowadays. And I think for the most part, we can all agree that this world is different now. I have not met one person, uh, at least in this town, that since we've moved here, that does not agree with me on the majority of things. I haven't gotten like super rabbit hole deep with a lot of people, but but they want on to. the basis, I'm sure they do. I did with some guy at the oh, laundry mat. So he was he was from like the 60s though. Like he was he was all in MK Ultra. He was all in I was like, dude, you everybody let's, on let's, some level is like that. You can you can hit them on some I level. And I will it may not be MK Ultra. It could just be JFK. It may not be JFK. It could be could be Watergate. You know it mm-hmm. everybody Everybody has something that they believe in that's crazy or conspiracy theory. Every single person out there does. And we're here to pull it all out and give you your community. Welcome aboard, guys. We love your faces. Jake, 
I got to end this. We're like an hour, almost an hour and 40 minutes. This was such a good live though. My guy, do you want to leave everybody with something? You want to throw your tagline out there? Let's do it. You should make that into a shirt. Maybe I should make it into a shirt for you. I have a hoodie that says there are no coincidences on it, but uh, no, the be kind, take care of each other. Yeah, I need to Or take care of each other. Because... I can do that. I'll throw it up in the, on the website at jakedials.com. <laughs> www.jakedials.com. Make sure you go and check out all of his merch. Make sure you check ours out as well. All of the links that you need are listed below in the description of this live. You guys, we're going to wrap this up. Jakey, Jakey. Shit. Jakey. Jake. Oh, shippy. Jakey. Jake, thank you so much for coming out tonight. You guys, thank you so much for being here. Uh, we appreciate it. So today is Friday. So tomorrow is Saturday. So tomorrow is Ship of Shannon's top 10 favorite conspiracy theories. I think we're going to do a continuation of Big Pharma and holistically, but I haven't talked to her yet. So stay tuned. More to come on that. And we'll kind of decide. And that's it. That's all I got. You guys, we love your faces. Thanks for being here. Keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mom I says hi and watch out for all those deer. Bye, guys.